Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Down to Earth Podcast. Yes, I said it, Down to Earth Podcast. I am your first co-host, Demario Dale Crosby. This is your second co-host, JJP. Mr. JJP himself. How are you, brother? How are you doing? I'm good. Good. Shake you up a little bit. (laughs) Good. Nice to see you. Let's start off how we usually do. How was your weekend? How was the week? Good. Busy week, like usual. Rush is busy going into the end of the year. Nice. Uh, Weekend was fun. Had a little work Halloween party yesterday. Mm -hmm. Threw on a little jersey. I was a gamer. Oh, no, it was a good time. It was like a like a concert and an outside party. And then we had the office right on the corner with a little pregame and postgame action. Uh, and then slept all the way up until we're here now. <laughs> How about you? T- what time do you get in? Like three. It's like uh, an hour yes, and a half. So yeah, you sleep. Okay. Uh, this week was more uh, busy for me personally because I'm in the motion of applying for jobs. I've just been applying for jobs and making sure I'm keeping, you know, the sales skills and sharp and intact. Um, but busy. This weekend was pretty fun. I went to medieval times with the family. Oh. That, was, that was pretty lit. I haven't been there in a while. The food is, wasn't that good. Not out of time. Out of time. It was probably a solid, like, five. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, no barbecue sauce for the chicken? No, nothing. So, you know, I was, yeah, you know. But um, other than that, the drinks were decent. Um, stuff was kind of expensive, but I was just like, I'm just having fun. Did so you I worry about price. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I had a little tall. A little, uh, you know. <laughs> you do one, right? Huh? Did you do one? Oh. Your fighter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we were we were the green team, and yeah, we had a, a couple of us had a bet who who gonna win, like our top three. Everybody said green was like the first because obviously we were there and whatever. So he's fighting, 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 and. Last fight, we thought he was gonna lose. He's getting two up a little bit. We oh no, then he came back. (laughs) (laughs) So they let him swords. I think because um, our guy won, that made it the experience way better than what it would have been, honestly. But it was just cool to see so many people in that competitive like atmosphere. Like like that was that's how it was. You know know what I mean? Like that's how it was, bro. So it was pretty cool. But other than that, um, can you imagine that now if they actually had that like gladiator style? You know, I was thinking about this, and I like I had made a point, and I was thinking about you, and I made the point. I was thinking because um, I was like, we were talking about the horses and stuff, and, like how they really don't have any choice, or whatever. Da 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 da. Some type of shit. You know, me and my girl just talk about that. Uh, the show, so. They don't have a choice. <laughs> so I was thinking, I was like, dang, like what if you know one day robots take over? We'd be in that coliseum, and we doing shit for fun. Like robots to live. Oh my Not God. even robots, each other, and that's their entertainment. It's watch out. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm cool. I'm ready. I was like, that'd be wild, but yeah. But other than that, um, you know. Like I said, just applying for jobs. I kind of oh, I bought a um, house, a, um, a storage unit for my actual stuff now. So that was for pretty decent. So just throw some stuff in there and uh, clear up some space in the house and actually treat it like it's a our place now. We're starting Instead to get it together. Office, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I'd like turn the room around, our bedroom around, stuff like that. You know, oh, you love changing that stuff up. Yeah, bro. Because I guess that would kind of lead into the points that we kind of got today, but. For me, like when I changed the room around and stuff, like I'm a different person now. It's yeah, like, yeah. all right, up, upgrade, like this is an upgrade package. So everything's a little different. Everything's laid out a little, a little better. So, yeah, man. You can do that <clears throat> randomly in the apartment too. Come I on, come home, like, 
He was. Okay, I guess. My best in the same spot, so I don't get a fair. <laughs> Everything else is just zoomed around. But, um, yeah, man, so this week, uh, to focus on that, like I said, I have been doing a lot of applying. Um, I got a couple of interviews and a couple of interviews that didn't even show up. Like I, I showed up there and nothing. And I was just, just like, them off the list. I was just like, wow, bro. Cause you know, they, they sent me the stuff to like go over and stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. But then when it actually came down to the interview, like no one was there. And I was like, all right, that's kind of, that's kind of crazy. But the biggest point that came to mind was like, you know, being able to move on from, you know, obviously it was a big disappointment. Not like I was excited to actually talk. Yeah, because you're ready to go. You like, got yeah, all your, I've reviewed you got all, all your the questions. Tools. Yeah, you know, literally. Your your interviews ready, answer everything, and then just for them not to show up. Usually it's the other way around. Like, oh, Usually. they didn't show up for the interview. Right. Not the interviewee and the owner or whoever not showing up to see if they could get somebody on the team. So I'm like. That's just like a shake your head and I'm to the next one, I guess. That literally though. But in that moment, usually how I would take stuff like that, I'd be like, what the fuck y'all do for that? You know what I'm saying? I'd just be like going off and be like, hey, I'm just, like damn, damn, I did all this just for not even be able to get a job? That's how I'm like, damn. But I was thinking about it and being able to move on from that disappointment without any loss of excitement, you know, for actually finding a real gig and everything. So I was thinking about it. And when it happened, I was just like, all right, I'm just going to whatever. Like, this is part of the process. Like nothing's gonna come easy. That that's how everything has been overall. The trucking stuff. I failed the test and everything. I didn't. Remember, you remember that? Yeah, I, yeah, I was yeah. like crying about yeah. that. Failed the test, and I had to wait like a month later to actually get in there. But I already had quit my job and everything. So it's just part of that process of obstacles coming up, and I have to be able to deal with it without like being discouraged and being able to still jump into it and be like, all right, I'm still applying. I'm still applying. And I would say because I haven't really. It's been a while since I actually applied for like a job mm-hmm. since the trucking stuff, and bro, it's just so like different. I'm like, damn, bro, going back through this and sending out cover letters, stuff like this, da 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 da. da. So, yeah, you know, it's funny. It was one place that I actually uh, I sent something to. I sent a cover letter to that I uh, copy and paste from. Uh, was that Chat GBT? And mm-hmm. like, he was just like the dude said because I I didn't really care about the job, but. No, I also just want to get interviews just so I can sure, understand sure, how it goes, yeah. whatever. And the guy's like, oh, I could tell you copy and paste this from, like, uh, chat GBT. And I was like, okay. And? But, so that's how I took it. Did they not give you an interview or anything? Or? Not, not, like, didn't say anything else after that. He was just like, oh, this is hilarious. And yeah. I was just like, okay. Hey, so, work smarter, like, not harder. You know okay. what I mean? That's, that's basically what I said. So I'm going to go, like, 3 o'clock, type that out real quick. Eventually, <laughs> I'm like, okay, like, what? But yeah, so that's kind of where I've been at in the space I'm in. I kind of slowed down on uh, going to thrift stores and stuff, honestly. But you had that one big day when you guys took that trip out to Rockford. That was kind of like a like a replenishment. Yeah. Because if you didn't yeah. do that, then you'd almost have like nothing, right? Yeah. Because right you're now, pretty much almost sold out. Everything's already. Yeah. So you needed that little that random Rockford trip, oh, Loki. Yeah. 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 Look at him giving out the spots. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that, yeah, that was my last time actually like, going. Cause you told me you stuff. got a lot. You filled the whole car. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully that still, that still lasts me. But if not, I need to find some more good stuff. Cause I think the last big thing I sold was that Sony camera I told you about. Mm-hmm. Like after like $3 and sold it for like three fifty. Dude, it sucked though. Cause I, I sold that to the guy and nothing I could do on my part. 
the guy needed for a trip. He was going to Iceland or whatever. Oh, it didn't get there in time? Didn't get there, bro. I did prior, like we did uh, Priority Express. And what they did, they sent it somewhere else that it wasn't supposed to like be sent to. So they messed up. Literally. Did he get his money? Did you? Did he not want the camera anymore? No, he, he wanted it. And he just left review today and everything. So like, oh, my end, he was cool. He was like, whatever. He was just upset. Yeah, he was just like, it's whatever. Like, I'm just going to enjoy the trip. So, but that that's kind of my point of view and everything I'm going. I know you had a couple points. So I want to give you the floor and kind of go into that. Yeah, I think uh, it kind of plays off of what you talked about. And I'll use the the interviewee or the interviewer not showing up to your interview. Mm-hmm. And it kind of like, <clears throat> we've talked about like the, it is what it is mindset Correct, because yeah. it's exactly what it yeah. is. It is what it is. Like why, like don't cry over spilt milk, yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> kind of like using that as motivation because when you first told me that they didn't show up to the interview mm-hmm. in my mind, I'm like, that's fantastic the- because that's, them showing you right away how they treat everything related to their business. Yeah. So instead of having a good interview and then finding that out later down the road, they showed their hand to me right away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, if it's like, hey, the, we didn't know the interviewer wasn't showing up. Can we reschedule? Like, blah, 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 like stuff yeah, like that's that. that's totally different. But if it was yeah. just flat out disrespecting of your time, mm-hmm. then I can't imagine how they treat, you know, paying your commissions. Like, oh, yeah, I don't know if you read it, but we pay commissions out on a yearly basis. You're not going to see a check till December of 2024. <laughs> you bet. <laughs> but it's, it, it could be. You never know. Yeah, you know, no, you, you no, think you got $20,000 coming in, but they're going to wait till December to give you the check. So I think that's a good mindset to have of that is what it is mm-hmm. and kind of use it as motivation towards knowing your worth and what you're trying to get. Mm-hmm. And then when you're not given that, being able to say, you know, it is what it is, on to the next one, mm-hmm. on to the next interview, even if it's a place that you thought you'd fall in love with. Yeah. Because I've had yeah. that too. When I yes. wanted, yeah. when I got my first job, I really wanted to work at Target. I loved Target and I didn't get the job and I was crying and I didn't have the mindset that I have now. So I was like, what's wrong with, why didn't they take me? I walk around and see these fuckheads working all the time. <laughs> They don't want me, a hardworking 16-year-old that doesn't get in trouble and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, quickly after that, I got ended up getting a better job. And I'm like, you know, it is what it is. It ended up working out. Mm -hmm. Target would have probably been a dead end anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, uh, yeah, I mean, motivation through positivity, but also negativity. You know, the, the positive part of motivation is when you're taking that next step. Like, oh, you just sold a bunch of items or, oh, I got... Like even me now, I finally have a roadmap of what I'm trying to do with my own personal real estate stuff that we talked about. Mm-hmm. You know, starting with a condo, mm-hmm. I'm going to use that for a year, then I'll get a single family home and then I'll work on maybe a building after that, where in the last couple months or the last couple years, I've, it's always been like, oh, you need to get a building, you need to get a four yeah. unit, yeah. you know, and it's like, well, how much money do I need to be making to be able to get that? Mm-hmm. So kind of starting small and working backwards off of uh, like having the goal, like the goal is assets and rentals and increasing your net worth and all that stuff mm-hmm. and now just starting from maybe like the smaller end of with a condo is what i'm looking at now so, yeah. nice. i like that i like that do you think that's like how do you feel like having having a plan, plan now I, I like having a plan now because it's always been well i want a four unit how am i going to make that happen and it's currently just not possible for it to happen mm-hmm. with there not being a lot out there, not having enough income to, you know, buy that $700,000 for a unit and yeah. stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that was always used as an excuse of, oh, we'll just check back later, see if prices go down. If I'm making more money, we'll check back later. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of just sat down with a couple of people and we started going over, like, let's stop waiting. What's something that we can do now? Yeah. And I learned from a couple of people that have already have 
millions of dollars worth of assets and property that they also started out with a condo just to get their feet wet. Then they moved into, you know, single family housing and then multi-units. And then like a couple of people now are even working on their first mall and their commercial units, multi-million dollar malls, mall. but they started with a condo. And now, now that I'm doing that now, I feel already behind, mm-hmm. even though I have that game plan because I'm like, man, if I wasn't so close minded, for the past three, mm. four years while I've been doing real estate mm. that I could have easily jumped into a condo when I was 22, 23, 24 mm-hmm. with the knowledge that I had instead of I got to use that FHA loan for a four unit or you're wasting your money and you're just like everybody else, mm-hmm. which is what I fell into for a while. And now to just snap out of that within the last week mm. is kind of eye opening. Yeah. But, you know, looking at it as being behind is not good because you don't want to do that to yourself, bring all that negativity. Well, yeah. So I've kind of been putting that on the side, but on the flip side, I'm like, damn, I could already be on, you know, house number three in the process of all of this. But I got a plan. Too bad. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> I got a plan and I'm sticking to it and we'll see where that takes me. Okay. okay. So that's motivation through both the positive means of the people around me that are already doing it. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, the negative means of feeling behind. So that's going to push me even harder to, yeah. to catch up to where I believe I should be, even though I don't think I'll ever actually get to that. Because mm-hmm. then once I'm there, then it's going to be, you know, Something else. that whole Matthew McConaughey, where do you see yourself in 10 years? And then it's always, you know, chasing that, but never getting it. Yeah, yeah. So I think I'm starting to apply that mindset in a more positive way mm-hmm. rather than kind of just, you know, be oh, what the up. fuck are you doing, Jeremy? Yeah. Like, all get that up. Stuff. Right. <laughs> like, get up. <laughs> No, because I've, I've felt behind for a while now, especially with real estate stuff. Mm-hmm. But now to actually have that roadmap, I feel really good. Good. Proud of you, man. We'll be back. In- yeah. <laughs> I need a break. You got a tissue? So, so you were also talking about um, when it comes down to hobbies, right? You were saying something about, you know, is having too many hobbies something that can slow you down? So I kind of wanted to dive deeper into that. I'll give my point on what I think about that first. Um, me, I guess I don't have too many different hobbies. Uh, a lot of hobbies I did put on the back burner, right? Stand-up comedy, I did put that on the back burner. It's, it's been a little bit, but I know I'm pursuing something that I want. And I guess I have a different plan now because I had multiple plans before. The trucking plan that went to the point that it needed to and then it crashed. Why did you say it crashed? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> But now I have a different plan and with something that I actually could see myself doing like super, like I can do this probably forever, you know, and, yeah. and build a business out of it, everything, bro. So I think, you know, right now is I'm definitely on a good path. But I think that, yes, if your mind is too focused on so many different things at once, if like if right now, if I was trying to do stand up comedy, the sales the trucking something's like, not like going would, to be pushed yeah, as forward as yeah. it could, as it can be. Now the thing that comes to mind is Gary V, where he says, you know, he's he's fine with juggling like thirteen things and only having two or three actually like work out. Right. You know what I mean? But that's that's the next level though. Yeah, I was he's gonna already, say he's already, he's already yeah, at yeah, that yeah. at the stage where you know we can't really afford for two things to not work out if you're putting everything <laughs> into it. Let alone juggling thirteen. I don't even know enough people to have thirteen projects going right now. <laughs> Oh. But that's that's just kind of my point of view. So I think it, it possibly can if you're trying to spread yourself too thin. But what are your thoughts on that? Well, I personally, like I have so many hobbies and that's what sucks. Because I have the gaming hobbies. I got a couple different card games that I like to play with in different groups of people. I got, uh, you know, poker is considered a hobby. Mm-hmm. 
I want to get back into sports. You know, that's a hobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, eating. He didn't list everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, you know, going out, vacationing, stuff like that. But no, like the day-to-day hobbies, if I have, you know, if I have poker that I like to do, mm-hmm. four different video games, and you can even count each video game as a different hobby. Because yeah. it takes time, right? Yeah. Let's say three different video games, one or two card games, poker. And like, if you try and fit that in every day, and it's like, you don't have time to do anything else that you're trying to do. Uh, so lately I've been kind of deciding what hobbies need to kind of go on the back burner, mm-hmm. but something that I've realized in the last couple of days too, mm-hmm. is since my work is always real estate, it never really felt like a hobby, mm-hmm. but now that I'm actually diving into a plan that I set for myself in the realm of real estate, it's almost like searching for the condos. And like when I sent you the one the other mm-hmm. day and like looking mm-hmm. for stuff, that's actually turning into a hobby. That's actually going to net me, you know? Yeah extreme positivity for when it comes to money, my financial goals, getting to that quote unquote 1%, Mm -hmm. which, you know, playing video games every day isn't going to, but if your goal out there is to be a streamer, I was going to say, then if that's the goal, then you're working towards that goal. So I think something that I've noticed the last few days is if you have something, if you're trying to get to the next financial level and you have hobbies and then you have the way of making money, See if there's a way that you could turn what you're making into a ho- the money part of it into a hobby. That way it kind of helps you more in your brain of not just working. Because mm-hmm. when I'm looking for condos and stuff for myself right now, it doesn't feel like I'm working. Like I'm having Correct. fun doing it. Correct. I'm having fun. Let me find this good deal. Yeah. And I'm getting that same yeah. dopamine release mm-hmm. as I am when I'm playing the video games or playing the games and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I think, and same with you, you know, at first, I'm sure it was fun because it was new right away and it's still fun now. What? Uh, selling stuff oh yeah yeah i think yeah with that i think it's still fun and it's something that i can see as a hobby as well because now i have to get better at okay how can i how can i say it this way to be able to get that person to be able to mm-hmm. immediately like okay yeah i need to do this so it's fun you know what i mean right. so it's fun figuring out okay where i messed up like i can literally look at this it's, it's like let's just say a basketball player looking at film I look at my clothes and things and say, oh, I shouldn't have said this here. Oh, I should have said this here. Right. I should have, you know what I mean? So I, I can, I can relate to that hundred percent, at least with this, because with trucking, I definitely. Yeah. And I think, I think a part of getting to that work, our quote unquote 1% <laughs> is going to be, how can we turn the things that might not be a hobby, but are like, you know, the, the stepping stones to that next financial level mm-hmm. into a hobby because like Gary Vee says, since you brought him up, I'll use him. Like, you know, fall, falling in love with the process yeah. is 99% of the battle right there. Yeah. And if you're in love with the process, yes. then, you know, once you get to the final boss. breakthrough point or whatever, boss, he, he <laughs> that, then you're kind of like, okay, now, now you're itching for the next process, that next hobby that you're going to love to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. when you love, if when you love your work, yeah. you can't lose. So I I think I'm starting to go through that same aspect now because, you know, my eight hours a day is real estate, even if it's not me as a realtor. So I'm burned out by the end of the day and I'm like, do I really want to do more real estate? But it's kind of just a different side of real estate that I'm starting to fall in love with now. And then once the money starts rolling into, I'll probably love it even more. Uh, I know probably. I'll get another one. (laughs) Kind of in Vegas, Miami. Let's get the boat. (laughs) Tomo, let's get the boat. Oh, <laughs> but then so there's another point that you were thinking about, and I don't know if it's just something that you just like kind of were thinking about or brought up or came about, whatever you what? said, the power of actually like working backwards. Yeah. Well, well what, what does that mean? I saw a, I saw a video the other day and it was pretty basic. It was on, like, TikTok? yeah. 
And it, it was about, <laughs> hey, that's a hobby too, okay. Uh, you know, you always have your goal and then, you know, you're always like, okay, well, I want to make a million dollars. How am I going to do that? And you're kind of like, oh, I'm just going to do real estate. Like that's the basic level of working yeah, backwards. Yeah. But what they, what they said in the video was, you know, take that goal and the goal that they used was I want to make a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Okay. Force yourself to write down 40 different ways that you can do that. Not things make that you want to do 40 different ways that can get you hundred K. I need to, you know, sell this much stuff on eBay. I need right. to buy and flip two properties. I need to work at this job or I could do two full-time jobs, whatever, and get that list and then, you know, do process of elimination. Mm-hmm. What, what are viable things that I can actually do? Mm-hmm. And this is, you know, if the goal is I have all my free time, I need to make a hundred thousand dollars. Correct. You have all these 40 things, you know, you narrow it, you narrow it down and then you kind of work backwards mm-hmm. from that hundred thousand dollar goal. Okay. So now it's, you know, how much is that a day or how much is that a month and then a week and then a day. And then you look at the things that are on your list, the 40 different ways to get there mm-hmm. and pick one or two and stick with it and see if you could hit those small number goals. Okay. I need to make $372 a week. Okay. The thing that I'm currently doing now is making me $372 a week. So I'm on path to hit the monthly goal. Mm-hmm. And if you hit the monthly goal and then you do that 12 more times and you're at that yearly goal and kind of working backwards from there, instead of just saying, you know, I want to be in the 1%, how am I going to get there? Oh, real estate and tax fraud. Tax what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why is he bringing that up? <laughs> I just, I mean, there's but no, everything. No, but no, I, I get you. I get you. That makes sense. That makes sense. I think that was in um, the first time I heard something about working backwards was, um, what book was that? Ben Franklin? <laughs> ben Franklin. No, I think it was the habit of um, seven effective habits of highly effective people. Mm, yeah, like I know that, that book. Yeah, that. I think the last rule was the power of um, the power of beginning with the end in mind. Yeah, there it is. So you begin with the end in mind. Okay, I want to make whatever. I want to have this or that, and then yeah, fill in the blank. Actually, I should probably read that book again. Yeah. And, and you know, the, the basic is always, That's like I said already, you know, I want to make a million dollars. How am I going to do that? Oh, I'm just going to keep pushing real estate. That's not really giving you that pathway That's to nothing. do it. Yeah. You, you don't know, even know. But what now, that okay, means. what what real estate? Okay. Well, if the if it's, I want a million dollars in five years, then okay, cool. We'll start with two condos. Then we'll do a single family house and move into a four unit building. Mm-hmm. Now I have that game plan instead of just saying, oh, real estate. Yeah, because I don't mean nothing. It doesn't mean anything. All right. And you, you're technically doing real estate every day. Yeah, exactly. Right. And you just... And you're not getting got nigga a million dollars. That eyeball. <laughs> Lord, say what he get <laughs> Okay. All right. Any last remarks or anything, man, before we get out of here? Nope. You good? You okay? I'm hungry. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Down to Earth Podcast. We appreciate it so much. We appreciate you guys that like comment, subscribe, share. Thank you so much. You guys have a wonderful week and we shall see you next week. Peace. Peace.